Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Empathic Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Anna Longstokes, and I support creative entrepreneurs in their journey of uncovering their energetic sensitivities and transforming them into their superpowers so that they can find more ease and flow in their business and life. In today's episode, we are going to talk about satisfaction and how to achieve more of it in your day-to-day life. According to a recent Gallup poll in the United States, only 13% of people are satisfied with how things are going in the United States today. This is in quite stark contrast to the 45% satisfaction rate polled in February of 2020, right before the pandemic went sweeping through the U.S. and the world. While this poll is for the U.S. and while it only measures satisfaction within our country, I believe on a deep level that this is reflective of a larger internal struggle that we're all facing as our world rapidly shifts in energy and in experience. I mean, what what a time to be alive. You don't have to be an empath or an energy worker to admit that the pace of change we're experiencing is staggering. You don't have to be a psychic to sense a large shift underway worldwide. While no one is sure of exactly where we are headed, one thing is clear. While we are here, we need to do what we can to live a satisfied life. One where we feel comfortable and confident each day, showing up to do the amazing work we came here to do. If you're getting caught in the energy of the dissatisfaction that's billowing outwards across the planet, your positive impact will be muted. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're my people, you're my tribe. And as someone who's in my tribe, I'm guessing that you feel on the more empathically sensitive side or energetically sensitive side. You could be someone who walks into a room and can immediately identify that the energy feels off or that someone is unhappy or that you're being energetically punished for something you blurted out earlier and couldn't take back. You might know what people are going to say before they say it, or you might sing a song in your head, turn on the radio and find it magically playing. You are an empath. And while that can look like many things, one thing is clear. You have the ability to tune into energy. And however aware or unaware of this you are, it has a direct impact on the key factors that also impact your happiness or your satisfaction. So without further ado, let's take a look at the three key factors that are likely impacting your current level of satisfaction in life right now. And let's take a look if there's anything we can do to help shift this energy and get your day-to-day life looking and feeling like one where you are aligned, comfortable, and confident without having to shut off all of your beautiful energetic sensitivities in the process. Okay, so factor one, you are an energetic being and you came here into this lifetime with talents and gifts and interests. And yes, you do need to express them. 
So whether you are doing this for fame, fortune, or simply for the joy of doing it, you must express these. So an example here is let's say that you love playing music, you make music, you have at least one or more instruments at your disposal, but are you making the time to play? If the answer is no, then your satisfaction in your day-to-day life will be lower. Sound too simple to be true? Give it a try. What is your skill or innate talent or interest that you can't live without? If you don't know what these are, then it's time to take a step back and discover this for yourself. It might be hidden in the depths or it might be so obvious that you're overlooking it and you just never really thought about it. For instance, I love going deep with people. I hate superficialities. If you've met me over a glass of wine at a dinner party and we connect, then you're going to know my life story and we will have moved on to talking about your life purpose and your potential. And I'll end up talking with you about psychic stuff and maybe reading you or accidentally coaching you before I can even help myself. It's something I was born to do, this witnessing of others in their uniqueness and their potential. But to be honest, it comes so naturally to me that I often forget it's an innate talent until my friends later comment on how what I said impacted them and potentially changed their life. I just blurted it out and said it, but to them it meant something and it helped guide further actions. That is something that is innate within me that's so innate I often forget it's even there. So take a minute and reflect on that for yourself. Or maybe you're an expert healer or someone who can connect with animals. Maybe you're amazing at seeing what others can't see or cleaning spaces. I know that my cleaner literally has a way of like moving the energy in my house and making it feel so much better whenever I walk back in. Does she know that she does this? I don't know if she does. I just know that I have to keep hiring her because she does more than clean. She shifts the energy, and I think she does it without even knowing it. It's an innate gift. It's an innate talent that she has. So what are your innate talents, gifts, or interests? And what is your current level of expression? If you're a musician and you haven't played in a year, my guess is that you feel terrible. If you feel great and you haven't played in a year, then maybe this isn't the talent that we're looking to tap into more, to find more satisfaction. I'm not talking about the skills and talents that our parents made us perfect before we could get dessert after dinner. I'm talking about the interests and talents that are so natural to you that you might not even see them as such. So take a minute and reflect on you. What are your innate gifts, talents, Or if you feel like you don't know that, tap into what your main interests are. What are your hobbies? What are the things you love to do so much that not doing them leaves you feeling unfulfilled or awful? And then be honest and ask yourself whether or not you've been making this a priority. And if not, make a tangible plan to make more space to do or have more of this in your life. Trust me, making space for this will help you to not only find more inner satisfaction, 
but it will also get energy moving in all other areas of your life, whether that's trying to find a new romantic partner or making more money or attracting more business. It doesn't matter. I promise that if you make more time and space doing the things you love, doing what comes naturally to you, that your satisfaction level will rise and the energy will begin to flow back into all other areas of your life. Okay, so moving on to factor number two. Factor number two is what is your body's natural cycle? And are you listening to this natural cycle? We still live in a world that overvalues the 40-hour work week, um, early morning get-ups, and work hard, play hard mentality. And as an empath, it's essential that you find a daily rhythm that suits your innate cycle, not what society has decided is the norm. An example of this is my super empathic husband, Shay. He recently told me this story about how he had a factory job years ago that had him working from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., And as somebody whose natural rhythm is to stay up later and sleep in later, he loved this. He never had to set an alarm, he never had to rush to work, and he had plenty of time to decompress after his shift. He said he didn't mind the job, and he actually liked it. But without a lot of notice, they switched his hours to begin at 6 a.m. to work until about 2 And I think he said he might have lasted a week before he just put his notice in one day. His satisfaction dropped dramatically with the schedule schedule change, and he simply said that it just wasn't worth it. So he ended up quitting on the spot and apologizing and explaining that the hours didn't work for him. And to this day, he still has like an almost allergic response when he thinks about having to get up early for a job. It's literally his nightmare. So you may already know what your natural cycles are, but if not, a good place to find out is to pay attention to how your body operates on your next leisurely vacation. What time do you naturally get up? When do you eat? How much exercise is your body asking for? Not all bodies need the same amount of sleep or food or fresh air. So get clear on what you need and begin looking at how you can incorporate these into your daily life. Some of these things are small, but believe me, they have a huge impact when piled up over time. An example of what I've discovered about myself over time and my natural cycle is that I like to get up early-ish, and I do this even when I don't have to, but I hate waking up to an alarm. So I always make sure when I set my client's schedule that it's early enough, I can get some work out of the way in the early part of the day, but it's not so early that I have to set an alarm. I like to start the day with coffee and my more creative or clairvoyant work. And then I like to take a break and go on a walk and get some fresh air and some exercise. Then I like to eat. 
then I like to get a little more work done and take a little siesta, about a 30-minute nap to recharge. I like to do more computer work in the afternoon after my nap, and then I like to do strength training in the evening before I eat dinner and watch TV or take a bath or cuddle with my dogs. That is my ideal day based on my personal cycles. And you had better bet that as an empath and an entrepreneur, I have set up my life to make all of this possible. It didn't happen overnight, but I have spent years slowly doing the things I've needed to do so that I can have a daily life that accommodates my natural cycles. So take a minute, check in with yourself. Maybe this is a project you work on over the next couple weeks or couple of months, but just start outlining what would a good day look like for you? What would feel good to your body? And you can write all of these things down. What would be an ideal wake-up time? When would you eat? How much exercise would you get? And start figuring out if there's a way for you to make this happen sooner or later. If you have a job or you've set up your business in such a way that it is the absolute opposite of your natural cycles, then my dear, you are going to be living a very unsatisfied life. So I challenge you to do what you need to do to make the changes. Okay, and lastly, factor three is less doing and more being. I know this sounds cliche, but this is really important for empaths. When you have the time to be, you have the necessary time for reflection as well as for clearing your energy space. As empaths, it's easy to accidentally take on the energy of others. When we get to be and sit with ourselves, we get to immerse ourselves in our energy and shed ourselves of anything we've collected in our space that isn't us. This doesn't mean that you have to be a hermit or that you have to sit in meditation for hours every day. But if you're a busy mom or dad or business owner and you don't remember the last time you had some alone time, that's a problem. And it will have a direct impact on your satisfaction levels. So take a look at your calendar or your schedule and begin scheduling in some alone time. My preference is that it be in a space without the distraction of other people's energy. So things like baths, walks in nature, and even times where you just allow yourself to go in a room, lock the door, and meditate or read, these count. Just allow yourself the gift of your own energy. I used to be such a busy bee, and at one point, back when I was living in Chicago, I will admit that I had a full-time office job, an evening job, and school on the weekends, and then any weekday that I wasn't working, I would be at the gym or out to dinner with my partner or friends, and to be completely honest, I had absolutely no idea how to just be in my own energy and enjoy my own company. Obviously, that's changed as I officially spend most days alone in meditation or doing clairvoyant work or working out 
or walking alone. <laughs> and now I have to go out of my way to try to find things to do or interactions with other people to get a little bit more balance. But I've noticed that a lot of empaths who haven't maybe taken the step into owning their energetic sensitivities find themselves in this cycle of needing to do a lot, almost as a distraction from looking at or handling their own energy. So take a look at that calendar and figure out how you can schedule in some alone time. And again, you don't have to use this time to meditate, although I highly recommend it. But even doing things like going to a park and observing nature, or like I said, going into your room and reading a book, things like listening to podcasts or again, going to spaces where there's a lot of people's energy is kind of, um, kind of a distraction. So I just recommend doing these things that will allow you time to be with you. Okay, that's all for today's episode, but it is my hope that at least one, if not all, of what we went over today will give you some little nuggets of information to work with over the coming weeks and months. If you feel like you have been stuck in the rut of feeling less than satisfied. So, as always, thanks for listening in, and if you like this podcast, please hit subscribe to get notified of my new episodes, as well as take a minute to leave me a review. I always appreciate those. Until next time, keep creating!